Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. From the White House, National Security Council spokesman John Kirby says the American death toll from the weekend attacks by Hamas in Israel keeps rising. The saddest of news, uh, we can now update the number of Americans that we know have been killed uh, to 27. And the number of unaccounted for stands today at 14. And speaking from Tel Aviv, Secretary of State Antony Blinken says the U.S. is doing all it can to secure the release of Americans missing. For the families of the missing, there's an unrelenting agony of not knowing the fate of their loved ones. Something that I don't think most of us can truly understand, truly contemplate if you're not in their shoes. No one should have to endure what they're going through. Meanwhile, the Israeli military preparing for a ground assault into Gaza. Also at townhall.com, those on Social Security will be getting more money in 2024. Millions on Social Security will get 3.2% more in 2024. That's over $50 more every month for the average recipient, says the Social Security Administration. That's a lot less than this year's 8.7% increase, but that was brought on by record 40-year high inflation. The 3.2% increase for 2024 reflects moderating consumer prices. About 71 million people are on Social Security, including retirees, disabled people, and children. I'm Rita Foley. Home loan borrowing costs rose for the fifth straight week, keeping the average long-term U.S. mortgage rate at its highest level in more than two decades. The benchmark 30-year home loan rose to 7.57%. Stocks are lower. The Dow is down 200 points. The Nasdaq losing 106. More at townhall.com. Sponsored by Gillette. Gillette Intimate gives guys a gentle and easy shave. Don't treat yourself like junk. Respect it with Gillette Intimate. The best a man can get. Buy now at a retailer near you. We are proud. Proud to serve. To serve our country. To serve our local communities. To wear the uniform soldier to serve abroad when and where duty calls we are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend to serve to fight we're always ready we're always there we are the new york army national guard sponsored by the new york army national guard if you are 65 or older you know this watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is so frustrating but here's something that could really help and it's worth taking a minute to look into metashare 65 plus metashare is a community of christians who share each other's health care bills and it really is a community too people encourage and pray for each other and metashare 65 plus is a low-cost option for people with medicare parts a and b and it fills in the gaps where medicare stops it's a great way to fight inflation too you can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years plus it's easy you can use any medicare approved doctor and get 24 7 telehealth from the comfort of your home and here's the thing if you join before october 30th you'll get your second month free and save even more i'll give you the number here in a second but just tell them the promo code share to get your additional savings the deadline against october 30th so now is a great time to call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Come on, everybody, put your hands together. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. WMCA is excited to announce our first live prayer in Times Square broadcast. 
You heard that right. We're going to be broadcasting prayer and worship from Times Square on Monday, October 16th, 3 to 6 p.m., right in front of the Red Steps. Mark your calendars to tune in for a special three-hour broadcast with Kevin Cottrell and myself featuring interviews and prayers from local pastors and ministries on matters affecting our city. Amidst the interviews and prayers, you'll catch live music from local church choirs. And this just in, multi-Grammy award-winning gospel artist Hezekiah Walker will be performing. Join us in prayer now as we anticipate this WMCA's first ever live prayer in Times Square. It's going to be powerful, and we invite you to join us either in person or on the radio. Monday, October 16th, 3 to 6 p.m. And special thanks to our title sponsor, The Salvation Army, plus Alpha Sun, Market Street Mission, and Campaign Against Hunger. For more information, visit WMCA.com. Hi, my name is Steve Gregg, and I'm the host of the Narrow Path Radio Broadcast. Every weekday, we have an open phone line for an hour in the afternoon, and we take phone calls, take questions about the Bible and the Christian faith, and seek to answer them, if we can, on the air. If you haven't heard the show, well, you don't know what you're missing. Tune in every day on this station at The Narrow Path, or go to our website, thenarrowpath.com. Listen Monday through Friday morning at 4, evenings at 7, Saturday and Sunday morning at 11 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Want more AM570 The Mission? Go to am570themission.com to listen live, tune into podcasts, sign up for events, learn about our advertisers, join the fan club, and more. That's am570themission.com. The following program is pre-recorded. Listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Obliterating confusion. Amplifying truth. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, now. All right, coming up, Kevin McCullough, we've got the latest from Israel. We will also speak with a Hamas attack survivor. And we've got some tips for how you can help your children survive this coverage in the coming days. I'm Kevin McCullough. We get started right now. All right, uh, glad you're with us, Kevin McCullough, for this Thursday, and I just want to make uh, a point that, um, as you know, it is nighttime in Israel now, and people are already um, wondering what Friday will hold for them. Earlier in the day, Israel dropped flyers throughout Gaza, warning Palestinians to take shelter. Um, They are claiming Thursday that Israeli planes dropped flyers with a message for them to leave their homes and head to known shelters or risk being harmed. I might add that that is a lot more warning than any of the Hamas groups gave any of the Israelis when they decided to come in and start killing people on Saturday. Uh, Israel knows where most of the uh, missiles and the attacks have come from. They've been systematically removing those uh, operational systems uh, in their attacks, in their counterattacks since. But to tell the uh, Palestinian civilians that you are not part of the targeting, that we are, uh, we're going to come in and destroy these places, please leave. 
That's a remarkably humanitarian thing to do, considering that the people that carried out the attack on Saturday didn't offer any such uh, warnings to anyone. In fact, I don't know if you've seen the, the paragliding video of the musical festival, but those guys just landing and open fire blindly on the entire group of young people that were gathered for the festival. I mean, it's one of the reasons why they had nearly 300 people killed in just that attack alone, because there were so many of them there. But there was no warning. There was no saying, this is what we intend to do. They wanted to kill Israelis. They wanted to kill as many of them as they could. They wanted to make sure that this attack went off with as much pain to the Israeli people as possible. That's why they targeted children. That's why they targeted elderly ladies. That's why they're taking young women to Gaza. They want to they want to create as much fear and uh, terrorism in the minds of the people that they are opposing as they possibly can. That's why the, that's why it's called terrorism. To put terror into people's hearts is the, is the purpose to create great fear. Now, coming up on the show a little bit later, we're going to speak with a, a woman named Tal live from Israel, who is going to tell us a story that she endured in a, in a Hamas attack on her back in 2010. She, she very much can tell us what these victims are going through, particularly the hostages. Um, but she is live in Israel. She'll bring us up to speed on what she's seeing and experiencing as well. But it's just it's not it's not humanitarian. And so for Palestinian residents to come out and go, oh, Israelis are dropping leaflets saying that they're going to come, you know, bomb our houses and we need to go to shelters. OK, lucky you. <laughs> um, you're, you're very fortunate. You now have the advantage of knowing what's going to happen before it happens. Uh, your, your, your thugs, your men did not do the same for the Israelis. Um, anyone who is near Hamas terrorists will put their lives in danger, as the flyers in the city of Beit Lahia said, according to the Associated Press, adhering to IDF instructions will prevent you from being exposed to danger. That's, that's what's written on the flyer. If you do what we say, you won't get hurt. The AP added that the area in the northern part of the Gaza Strip near its border with Israel has been hit by airstrikes by the time Palestinians reported finding the flyers. A UN agency for Palestinian refugees also said 10 of its shelters had been struck since Israel started conducting retaliatory airstrikes against Hamas following the terrorist group's initial attacks on Saturday. As of Thursday, more than 1,400 people have been killed in Gaza from the airstrikes, including 447 children, according to the Palestinian Ministry of Health. Earlier today, uh, Israeli uh, President Isaac Herzog was involved in a fire exchange with a reporter over how Israel is choosing their targets to strike back in Gaza. You know what? I don't care. I just don't care. I don't care what the Palestinians have to say about how Israel is choosing their targets. Israel did not ask for this. Israel did not want it. They don't want it now. They don't want to have to be involved in these exercises. You forced them to. And this is what I think is going to do. There should be no negotiation, no concession, and no, no mercy. What, what needs to happen here is Hamas needs to be exterminated in every respect. Now, what you have happening as we are in the middle of the night in Israel now is you have airstrikes 
that are uh, being carried out. And so there are more targets in Gaza that are being hit as we speak, and there will be reports of more dead tomorrow. Now, I also have uh, intelligence that has uh, been made, I've been made aware of, that we have hit Damascus, or Israel has hit Damascus in the last 24 hours. We do know that Syria was launching missiles into Israel from its territories in the north. And I would advise the Syrians and the Lebanese and the Hezbollah in the West Bank, um, just stand down. If you don't want to meet the same disaster that Gaza is experiencing now, take a, take a lesson here. You don't want to mess with this. This is not what you want to have happen to you. So don't, don't get involved. Um, we are expecting that the uh, U.S. will continue to provide um, intelligence and logistics uh, as we can. And now some of the American families are beginning to speak out uh, from some of the hostages. Um, and uh, Israel's El Al airline breaks the Jewish Sabbath rule for the first time in 40 years. Uh, they did that uh, today to um, say that they're going to get Army reservists back to Israel. First time in 40 years that they have flown on Sabbath. Um, I think it's really important to understand that there are 26 countries that have hostages currently being held or unaccounted for. 26 countries that are not Israel. Besides Israel, there are 26 countries that have their citizens being held by Hamas. Those 26 countries need to send a clear message. This will not be tolerated. If you do, if you proceed with this any further, all 26 countries reserve the right to take you out. And that's the bottom line. This is a, this is a heinous evil. It's not about land. It's not about equal rights. It's not about any of the tropes that the Palestinians have been, you know, surround, you know, getting riling up crowds for in the U.S. This is about the right for militant jihadists to kill everyone they disagree with. And friends, it's not a war that's just in Israel. It's a war that's on the doorstep of every person that does not hold that view. Kevin McCullough, we're coming right back. Stay here. Floyd, host of Reaching Out, gets answers to the tough questions from people in the know. 
My next guest is our New York State controller, Tom DiNapoli. Last time you and I spoke, the New York State pension fund was doing very well. How are we doing now? Well, we're still doing very well. We still have one more quarter, but we are certainly ahead of the $210 billion we were at. Yeah, we're benefiting from a strong market, and uh, we have a, a great confidence in our asset allocation. We just updated it, but we're always vigilant. Our retirees are living well into their 80s and their 90s, so the payouts, frankly, are, are getting larger. So while we're growing the fund and making money, we're very cognizant of the fact that our obligations for the future are also growing as well. So unlike other states, we ensure that we fulfill our commitment to our public workers, our public retirees, our pension funds are well-funded, and we're going to continue to protect that. It's Reaching Out with Gregory Floyd, Saturday afternoons at 4.30 on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Hi, my name is Ryan Bourne. And I'm Danica Bourne. And And we're we're the the owners owners of South Coast Coast Tax. We started our company 10 years ago in an effort to help our fellow Christians experiencing tax issues resolve their matters by taking a simple three-step approach. South Coast Tax are Christian-based tax accountants and attorneys that specialize in releasing bank levies, wage garnishments, and filing complex tax returns. We are the leaders in acceptance of offers and compromise with awesome results. We're also a small firm who will treat you like family, not just a number. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176 for a free consultation. And we'll take the time to explain all of the programs that you qualify for in order to allow you a fresh start. Proverbs 15.22 says, Plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. Call us today at 1-800-TAX-1176, and together we can help achieve this goal by putting the IRS debt behind you for good. Again, that number is 1-800-TAX-1176. Listen to The Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570 The Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. All right, Kevin McCullough, every week I promise you that the one, the only Mike Connors of Connors & Sullivan will be here to answer one of your questions about uh, different things, end-of-life planning, uh, estate planning, uh, elder care, everything in between. Uh, And Mike, this week's question comes from Peter, who's in, in Bayside, and he says, Dear Mike, what is a reverse mortgage and do I need one? Then he says, have a good day. <laughs> so that's kind of nice. Mike Connors <laughs> does the the nice guy okay. need, a, need a, a reverse mortgage. A reverse mortgage is a mortgage against your house, which you don't have to pay back until either when you sell the house or after you're gone. And it is very good for some people that have limited incomes. They can access the equity in their house. They don't have to pay it back where they're alive, which means, of course, if they don't make payments, they don't lose their house. If you get a regular home equity line of credit, me, if you get a regular home equity line of credit and you don't make the payments, you lose your house. If right. you get a reverse mortgage, you don't lose your house. Even if the loan, let's say your house is worth 500 and the loan is 600, you still can live there the rest of your life. Um, but then it does get paid back when you're gone, obviously. You know whether somebody needs it or not? Depends on their financial situation, but I've seen people that are living off their Social Security checks. They have no, you know, no uh, leeway at all. They're living week to week, month to month off their checks, and in some cases, uh, you know, a reverse mortgage can be a lifesaver. Well, friends, if you'd like to know more, uh, call the experts at Connors and Sullivan. They can help you uh, set it up and do it the right way. 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500, and any questions you have. 
about uh, your end of life or um, state care, uh, state law, elder care, any of those questions, uh, they are more than happy to answer for you. Not only when you call the office, but Mike will answer more of them on his radio show. Saturday mornings at 8 o'clock on AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission. And Sunday mornings starting at 11 on AM 970, The Answer. And you send those questions to askmikeconnors at gmail.com. Connors at gmail.com. Mike Connors, as always, thank you so much. Thank you, Gavin. Urgent Camp Lejeune settlement message. On September 6th, the government announced it will soon begin providing fast, guaranteed settlements to Camp Lejeune Marines, families, and civilians. Awards will range between $100,000 and $550,000, with an option for higher amounts. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and suffered cancers of the bladder, liver, or kidneys, leukemia, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, Parkinson's, or kidney issues, you may qualify for compensation and could be paid within 60 days after accepting your settlement with your VA benefits fully protected. You may be entitled to a significant significant financial award for your Camp Lejeune claim, but you must act now. Call the James Harris Law Camp Lejeune helpline now to get the compensation you deserve. We're already fighting for thousands harmed by the water at Camp Lejeune. Call now or you may forever lose your right to be awarded a settlement between $100,000 and $550,000. For your free evaluation, call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878-800-299-7878. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And as we continue our coverage of the war in Israel, we are continuing to speak with uh, people <clears throat> that have been victimized by Hamas and continue to tell the story of what's really happening on the ground there. And I, I just, as I've said the last few days, I feel like this is important because we do not get a clear picture here in the US media with just how horrific and how unifying what is happening in Israel really is. For instance, Netanyahu and one of his biggest political rivals yesterday have formed a temporary coalition government. They disagree on almost everything, but the one thing they agree upon is that the terrorists need to be dealt with, and that's what they are uh, pulling together to do. So along those lines, I've invited uh, Tal Hartuv to join us. Uh, She has survived just such an attack uh, in recent uh, years, and she's also um, experienced uh, what's been going on there uh, just this last weekend as well. Tal, thank you for taking time to talk to us here in the States. Thank you very much, Kevin. I appreciate the platform. Um, what, what do we not understand about the horror of what happened last weekend here on this side of the pond? Uh, well, I don't think there's actually a language to describe the horror of what happened. I think it's, you know, there's something about sacred silence in all of this. Uh, There's nothing to say in that sense, all right? So I can never describe what happened to me adequately, which was to be held hostage by Hamas terrorists for 30 minutes when I was guiding my American Christian friend out for a hike. And if I can tell you my experience, just gabble through it here. You know, yeah. we were hostage, pounced on them. They pounced on us from behind. After half an hour, they find my Israeli ID. They tie tie our hands up. They gag us. They take off my Magin David, my Star of David, and they shout Allahu Akbar, slaughter the Jews, and they start hacking us to death. Now, I was only two meters away from Christine. We we're both on the ground, and I played dead, and I kept my eyes open because that's how people die. And uh, I watched her chopped up 
like a vegetable in front of my eyes while I myself was stabbed 13 times and they broke over 30 bones. Um, but I tell you how I got out of that situation is when they left, you know, they thought we were both dead. And I uh, thought, well, I'm going to be dead. But, but like, I was so raging and so grieving and so sad and so shocked. And I, there were two things. I wanted to get up and die near, nearer where I parked the car so the police could find my body. And I wanted that last word in a way, you know, just to, if they want me dead here, I want to die a meter away, that kind of thing. But I managed to stand mm. and gag bound and barefoot. I, I begin to walk through the forest. Did I tell you my injuries? I can't remember. I've done. So you many. said thir uh, thirteen stab yeah, okay. wounds and thirty so, broken yeah. bones. Yeah. So we and a collapsed uh, lung and a crushed sternum and a broken shoulder blade. But anyway, I managed to walk over a mile until I found, find help. And I think what you what the people the good people of America don't understand. Well, I think the Jewish community should understand if we look historically of what's happened, is that this. And it's not a conflict. This war against civilization is not about land, all right? These terrorists, when they were murdering us, they did not shout free Palestine. It slaughtered the Jews and Allahu Akbar, all right? And with that, I will say, before I'm charged with Islamophobia from anybody listening, that it was a Muslim surgeon who saved my life. And that's very, very important that people know that. But what people don't understand that this is a conflict of hundreds of years beginning with the rise of Islam, who have murdered more Muslims, by the way. Islamic terrorists have murdered more Muslims than any other ethnic group. Islamic terrorists have murdered Jews in the land of Israel before it became the state of Israel. So it's not about occupation. That's what I think that the, and I tell you one thing, Kevin, sorry, I'm a bit all over the place at the moment, but but you only have to read and listen and, and, and understand what they want. What do these terrorists want? And they have a charter. The Hamas have a charter. And by the way, so do the PLO, uh, Mahmoud Abbas. And in both of these charters, they make it very clear that their goal, their objective is to destroy the state of Israel, to destroy the Jews. So it is not about land. And, and if I may continue here for a minute, and I'm so glad you had me on my show because I'm absolutely mortified. First of all, we're so thankful to the good people of America for being behind mm. us. That's mm. amazing. And, and President Biden's speech was heartwarming. So is the Secretary of State. And at the moment, the world is behind us. But Israel always knows after terrorism that, you know, that empathy is going to die soon. You start pulling out bodies of Palestinian civilians who've been killed, not murdered, they've been killed, all right? And what I find morally repulsive is that some media platforms are giving voice to the other side. You know, let's balance this thing out. Yeah, yeah. There's, I no, we're, we're speaking with Tal Hartuv, who has survived a horrific attack in Israel in which she watched her friend Christine Lucan be absolutely butchered at the hands of Hamas terrorists. Um, Tal, the uh, catch me up on your understanding of of um, what the government is telling you there in Israel and the very latest in terms of um, where the attacks are coming from. I, I have heard that there are uh, groups gathering on borders on all sides uh, to try to take advantage of this window of time. Is that accurate uh, to your understanding? Well, to be honest, I've been on uh, media interviews for most of the day and i haven't even had time to check the news but gotcha 
but so I, I don't know. But certainly this morning when I was watching Israeli news, we were bombing uh, Damascus. We've had Hezbollah infiltrate from Lebanon. Um, we've had also uh, Palestinians causing havoc within the state of Israel itself, or what you, if you call the disputed territories, what we would say is Judea and Samaria. So it's really an assault. And I think, Kevin, I, I don't know if you've been here, but Israel is a country that's the size of New Jersey. Yes, I've been there three times, and I, I live in New Jersey, so I'm very familiar with the comparison. And um, actually, Judea and Samaria are my favorite uh, places, uh, some of my favorite places to be. I think they're just beautiful. Um, yeah. So the yes, yesterday we spoke with um, the uncle of an IDF force, uh, who told me at the time that he felt like that the recovery of the bodies had not even hit the 50% mark yet. The last number I saw was 2,300 dead. Do you know if that is... Um, no, the, late, if yeah, the latest figures are... Uh, no, I don't know. I, I really don't know. But it's, you know, this is the thing. We haven't, we don't know where everyone is. Right. We, we're not sure if they're lying chopped up in a bush somewhere or they're being raped constantly or in Gaza. We don't know where these people are. And there are, there are hostages from 26 countries. And you talk about when, when you know, the, the different medias talk about, oh, humanitarian crisis. Holding people hostage is a humanitarian crisis. And nope. that's even shoved off the table a little bit in favor of like, wow, well, we don't want Israel to go, you know, disproportionate. And it's ridiculous. This no, is it not is. A you know, I, my, my own position on that is I want Israel to do whatever is necessary to put down the evil and to uh, to protect themselves. That's that's the position of myself and many of my listeners. Tal Hartuv, we are out of time, but I want to say thank you for being willing to share your story and to speak honestly. You're helping my people understand the situation a little bit better, and we're very thankful for your time with us today. We're helping our own people, and thank you very much, Kevin. You've got it. Tal Hartuv, live from Israel. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't change that dial. The United States Constitution guarantees every American fundamental rights and protection of life, liberty, and property. Salem is celebrating our founding document with a special offer, a 1953 Omen U.S. Constitution lithograph. To understand the value of these lithographs is to know the story. A master lithographer immigrant named Theodore Omen came to this country to find the American dream. Seventy years ago, in 1953, Omen printed a limited number of these exceptional Constitution lithographs. Go to Salem eventstore.com to read Omen's entire story. America's most important document stands as a testament to all Americans to maintain their liberties, freedoms, and inalienable rights. Buy it and display it proudly. Buy a gift for your family and friends and for all the teachers in your communities. There is a limited number, so act today. Go to SalemEventsStore.com to get your exclusive 1953 Omen U.S. Constitution lithograph while supplies last. That's SalemEventsStore.com.
Hi, Kevin Cottrell Coffee with Kevin. WMCA is excited to announce our first live prayer in Times Square broadcast. We'll be broadcasting prayer and worship from Times Square Monday afternoon, October 16th from 3 to 6, right in front of the Red Steps. It's a live three-hour broadcast with Kevin McCullough and myself featuring interviews and prayers from local pastors and ministries on matters affecting our city. Along with the interviews and prayers, you can catch live music from local church choirs. And we're pleased to announce multi-Grammy award-winning gospel artist Hezekiah Walker. Join us in prayer now as we anticipate WMCA's first ever live prayer in Times Square. It's going to be powerful, and we invite you to join us in person or on the radio. Monday afternoon, October 16th from 3 to 6. A special thanks to our title sponsor, The Salvation Army, plus Alpha Sun Market Street Mission and Campaign Against Hunger. For more information, visit WMCA.com. Because of a matching grant, Food for the Poor normally would be able to provide only two children a day with two meals a day for a year for a gift of $175. But if you call in the next 15 minutes, a matching grant will enable that same amount to feed four children instead. Anything you give is doubled for the next 15 minutes at 855-907-4673 or click the red Give Life banner at WMCA.com. Hey, listen up. Paige Rue here, host of Reloaded, a reality show about my life as a girly girl raised in a gun store. Yes, you heard that right. A gun store. We're a family-owned range in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm a firearms instructor, and my passion is to empower Americans to exercise their Second Amendment rights. It's so fun to go to work and see my parents, brothers, and sisters. We all work hard, but leave it to the boss, aka my dad, to get us off task. There's always one in the family. In this season, I'm preparing for my first shooting competition called Tactical Game. Being my first competition, you'd think I'd start out small, but nope. I have a go big or go home attitude. This event not only takes shooting skill, but physical fitness. And some of these competitors are professional athletes. Ugh, I'll need to recruit some help to ensure I don't feel miserably. Watch my goofy family run three successful gun ranges while I prepare for the most difficult event of my life. There is no downtime with us. You can find every episode now only at SalemNow.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. A fraction of a raindrop, three grains of salt, at up to 100 times more potent than morphine, the tiniest amount of illegal fentanyl is all it takes to cause an overdose. Fentanyl can be mixed into heroin, cocaine, pressed pills, meth, and other drugs. It could be in your drugs, and you wouldn't be able to see it, taste it or smell it learn more at cdc.gov slash stop overdose obliterating confusion amplifying truth and pursuing clarity it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough very glad to have you with us as we continue our coverage of the story of the week And as you've heard now from uh, multiple survivors and multiple people that uh, have family members who have been taken hostage and so forth, um, Shelly Goldberg and I thought it was just important, just super important for us to set our series on stress aside for a second and talk about how to help the children understand and get through what we are dealing with globally right now. Shelly, welcome back. Thank you for being here. you know that I stand with Israel resolutely and without any reservation. I think most of my listeners do as well, but we do need some help in terms of helping our children understand what's going on. What are some tips? 
Okay, Kevin, because what's happening is, is truly horrific. The images are, are, are incredibly horrific. So the first thing, mom and dad, I, I know it, it's, it's obvious, but just to remind you, please turn off the TV. Those repeated images are so incredibly disturbing for kids, guaranteed nightmares. You're going to heighten the anxiety, turn off the TV. Number two, you want to check your own feelings at the door. That means talk to your friends, call up a, a relative, but you don't want to discuss this and pour out your fears and your anxieties to your children. They need you now more than ever. Three, assume that they've heard things in school from friends, caught images on TV. So ask them, what do they know? What do they think is happening in the Middle East? How do they feel about it? Four, your responses have to be age appropriate. What you say to a kindergartner, you're not going to say to a middle school child. You can discuss politics with an older child, but certainly make it extremely simple with younger children. Five, read up. Mom and dad, you have to know the facts. When your children ask you, what's Gaza? You've got to know. So take time to read up so you have um, some basic information uh, current events about what's going on right now. Six, you don't have to have all the answers. It's okay to say, let me think about that. That's a wonderful question. Who might we ask that will know the answer? Uh, let me check the facts, read up on it, and get back to your kids. Seven, remember Mr. Rogers, what he says about focusing on the helpers. Your kids at the core want to know that they're safe. That's what they're asking you. Am I okay, mom? Am I okay, dad? So focus in on the helpers. Point out world leaders or clergy or the Red Cross or whoever you feel will, will get your kids to see that there are smart, logical grown-ups in charge that, mm. are, that are aware of this and are trying to figure out what to do. Eight, when, you, when you're answering your children's questions, Always ask yourself, what's my intention? What's my goal? Hmm. And, your, and your goal really should be to make your children feel safer. And nine, don't use euphemisms. Your kids are going to be more anxious if they feel that you're hiding something. At the same time, you don't want to overshare, but you want to try to be as honest as you possibly can. Ask your kids again what they already know. That's We can keep coming back to that. By the way, Kevin, these are not going to be one-time conversations. This is going to be ongoing. I mean, this, this is what's happening is life-changing. And these are major, you know, geopolitical events. And so you're going to have these conversations with your kids a couple of times a week or every other week, or but it's going to be on repeat. You know, it's going to be ongoing. 12, have toys around, toys like doctor kits, police officer dolls, and, you know, those, those small doll figures so that your kids can play out, you know, the way they play with blocks, they can play out what they're feeling. And also remind your, your, your kids of any humanitarian aid organizations that they can become involved in so they, they don't feel helpless, but they feel that there's something that they can do. Kevin, your thoughts? I think these are very, very vitally important, but really simple steps. And friends, I, I would encourage you to go and download this podcast and send it to your friends that have kids. Um, Shelley, I have been in an undisclosed location this week, and my family has largely been together out of the routine that we would normally do. We've got a family wedding this weekend, but we have spent a lot of time talking at an age appropriate level about what's going on. 
learning a little bit about the history, understanding that there is good and evil in this world and that we need to understand the difference between the two. And I think that um, the steps that you just gave us are very, very important. Mom and dad, do not let this um, window go by and leave your kids hanging. Help them, help them understand and help them learn. That's one of the reasons why um, we can use moments like this uh, to really deepen what they believe and what we believe as families. Shelly, thank you as always for your input. Thank you so very much, Kevin. I also just want to add, if you're, if there's a family, you're making changes because you want to check in more with your family or have your kids call you more because yeah, you're concerned. That's a good one. Let them know any changes so it just doesn't happen without you alerting them because that can be unsettling for kids. Yeah, well, well said. Shelly Goldberg, always appreciate it. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Kevin. All right, Kevin McCullough, we've still got a big part of the show left. Stay here. This is Albert Moeller for townhall.com. The terrorist attack on Israel started early Saturday morning with a massive barrage of rockets and an invasion in the communities adjacent to the Gaza Strip in the south of Israel. The massacres were barbaric and horrifying, defying the imagination, and the death toll rises by the day. We've seen atrocity after atrocity, and we are now at a moment of decision. We must stand with Israel in its right and responsibility to defend itself against murderous aggression intended to destroy the nation and kill Jewish citizens. A nation will only survive if it sustains courage and determination greater than the threats it faces. The lives and liberties of Israel's people are threatened by a genocidal enemy that does not want to see the Jewish state weakened but destroyed. Israel's anger is both palpable and justified, and we are to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. We are to stand with Israel. I'm Albert Moeller. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. For those considering careers in politics and policy. We are proud. Proud to serve. To serve our country. To serve our local communities. To wear the uniform. To be a soldier. To serve abroad when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We're always ready. We're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. The WMCA October Ministry of the Month is its prophecy time with Pastor Alan Davis. Now, the wrath of the Lamb is spoken about in Revelation 16 and the great day of His wrath in Revelation chapter 6, verse 17. Now, these things are getting closer. There's going to be no place to hide. Listen Monday through Friday afternoon at 2.30. Regardless of how you look at it, Jesus Christ is coming back. It's prophecy time. The October Ministry of the Month on WMCA. AM 570 and 102.3 FM, The Mission, WMCA. Listen online at WMCA.com. Tune in iHeartAlexa or Odyssey.com. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. WMCA is excited to announce our first live prayer in Times Square broadcast. You heard that right. We're going to be broadcasting prayer and worship from Times Square on Monday, October 16th, 3 to 6 p.m., right in front of the Red Steps. Mark your calendars to tune in for a special three-hour broadcast with Kevin Cottrell and myself featuring interviews and prayers from local pastors and ministries on matters affecting our city. Amidst the interviews and prayers, you'll catch live music from local church choirs. And this just in, multi-Grammy award-winning gospel artist Hezekiah Walker will be performing. Join us in prayer now as we anticipate this 
WMCA's first ever live prayer in Times Square. It's going to be powerful, and we invite you to join us either in person or on the radio. Monday, October 16th, 3 to 6 p.m. And special thanks to our title sponsor, The Salvation Army, plus Alpha Sun, Market Street Mission, and Campaign Against Hunger. For more information, visit WMCA.com. We can tell you about the incredible success we bring to local businesses, but it's better when it comes directly from our satisfied clients. Here's just one example. After searching for a new vendor to handle my search marketing campaign, I contacted Salem Surround after seeing the great work they did for another restoration company in the different market. Their team of experts recommended a mix of multiple tactics designed to get my business the most quality leads at the lowest cost, making my marketing budget stretch further. In our first year of partnering with Salem Surround, we recorded our best year to date, and I've told many people how blessed I was to find them. The representative answered the phone every time I called and quickly addressed any questions or concerns I had. Let Salem Surround give you an absolutely free audit of your current marketing and show you what your competition is doing. Then we come up with a personalized plan that's perfect for your needs. Google Salem Surround New York and let our marketing experts help you achieve real success. Remember to Google Salem Surround New York today. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. There is other news going on this week besides that of just the war in Israel, but our coverage will continue on that. But I want to turn next to uh, Vanessa Farah, who is the executive director for Moms for America Action. Uh, We have had uh, Moms for America on the show in various capacities, and I appreciate their uh, strong willingness to speak loudly and to speak clearly about issues that are of concern to them. And uh, Vanessa is an immigrant who came here at age nine. But Vanessa, uh, when it comes to even simple traditional ideas like boys being kept out of the girls' bathroom, parents are increasingly uh, on the um, uh, on the surprise that their school districts and people that they have trusted with their kids uh, are, are not are not doing what would seem to be common sense. Welcome to the show. What's the latest? Yes, thank you, Kevin. Glad to be here. Yeah, so just a, a little bit of background of um, on Moms for America. As um, just in case your audience uh, don't know, we are a national organization of over five hundred thousand moms across the country, rescuing our culture for truth, family, freedom, and of course the Constitution. You know, a very very sacred document. And we're across the nation engaging with moms and concerned Americans, um, and we're educating, training parents, grandparents to. To know uh, how they can better protect their children and also empowering them to become influential voices in their communities. No, that's so necessary. And a good example is this case in Kalamazoo, Michigan, from just uh, these just recently. What was happening there and how did the parents react? So I, this is this was an event that I Moms for America um, attended, and um, obviously, you know, we're there to provide support and any uh, any resources that we can to parents that are advocating for the safety and the well-being of their children. Well, these courageous parents uh, filed a lawsuit against Vicksburg School District because the um, the administration secretly and 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 I'm bringing this word out of the actual lawsuit complaints secretly were allowing. Uh, 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 boys to use 
the uh, girls' bathrooms and locker rooms. So obviously some of the girls uh, whose parents filed a lawsuit uh, were very uncomfortable. Uh, many parents didn't even know that this was taking place in the school and they decided to file a lawsuit for, um, for a violation of privacy. So this case is about the intentional violation of children's fundamental right to bodily privacy and safety. And there's no denying in that. I mean, it's it's pretty much common sense. So these parents uh, uh, came together, united. Um, and, you know, I was very touched, Kevin, because I didn't see any anger. I didn't see any... Um, um, uh, I guess um, any 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 type of you know it's us against them uh, uh, attitude at all. It was more it was more on look these our children are sacred. We right. we here for their safety and their well being. And if it takes us to file a lawsuit and um, get this reversed, we will. And they did. So I'm very proud of them for that. And I hope every parent um, uh, can you know can 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 be out there um, getting the information they need and understanding what's happening in their schools and take action. Well, as we were talking before we went on the air today, this is happening increasingly across America. There are more school districts that are pulling this kind of stunt. And Vanessa, it really uh, was something that came kind of from the top down. I mean, certainly in the Trump administration, there was no tolerance of this kind of shenaniganry. Uh, but almost immediately when Joe Biden was sworn into office, he told school districts across the country that if you did not get on board with uh, some of this agenda, which included the use of uh, private bathrooms and locker rooms uh, by those of uh, the female sex uh, to let boys use them, that they were going to uh, do things like withhold, uh, you know, poor kids breakfast and lunch money from uh, federal uh, programs. So you've got a lot of pressure coming down on these schools, but you mentioned 500,000 moms. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling and just call me crazy. You wouldn't be the first if you did, but call <laughs> me crazy Um, I think that 500,000 moms getting activated and motivated on this issue in particular, when it comes to the safety of their daughters in their uh, in their bathrooms and their locker rooms, that this is going to be an issue that people vote on a year from now in November and that it is very much going to be on the ballot. For sure. For sure. Um, We talk to moms all over the country, Kevin. And um, and it is it is very encouraging to see so many of them just based on common sense and wanting to do what we know how to do best, which is protect our families, protect our children. We are um, God loving, God fearing mothers uh, that uh, love our country. Uh, we love our children. We love our families, and we want no trouble. We want no uh, no bickering. We are not out there to to fight anyone or against anyone. But when it comes to protecting our children. Um, forget it. I mean, we would do whatever it takes to right. make sure we do it the right way. And about the pressure that you've mentioned with this current administration, unfortunately, you know, pressure or encouragement from this current administration does not outweigh the Constitution and federal law. That so as, as you can, as you can, um, uh, as you would know, Title IX, it's a federal civil rights law. And, and, and even even considering what we're talking about Michigan right now, even with Michigan school current school code, it requires separate facilities based on sex 
How simple is that? You know, the law is made to be simple, but a lot of people take it for granted. I mean, it, Title IX basically says that we it's it, we're required by federal civil rights law that uh, that uh, that requires se separate facilities uh, based on sex. So girls in one bathroom, boys in the other. This is a law. So um, this is where the uh, the a lawsuit is coming. It's space. It's it's space in their their argument on as well. Well, I, I'm so glad that they are taking that litigative action because I, it is my opinion that if we don't challenge these actions, and some of these actions run counter to state law in Virginia, you have school districts that are trying to force this stuff into existence, and the law there on the state level has been changed to reflect uh, the common sense position. So you've got some people going way overboard uh, to try to accomplish this agenda. And I'm just glad that uh, parents are stepping up, filing the lawsuits. I'm so thankful for Moms for America and Moms for America Action for all that you're doing on this. And uh, Vanessa, keep us informed on what's going on. I'm going to have you back a lot in the next year because I don't think these issues are going away anytime soon. They're not at all. They're not at all. And we need more parents to um, stay informed and never, never be afraid of of, of pushing back this yeah. radical agenda that's ruining our communities. And, and our if you're a mom that wants to get involved, go over to Moms for America Action and, and sign up and start getting the information and start paying attention, maybe start a chapter in your community or maybe join one if it already exists. Vanessa Farah, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for the invite, Kevin. You got it. Kevin McCullough coming right back uh, from an undisclosed location today, not New York, stay here. Kevin Cottrell, we're talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco & Associates. And I know you personally, as a Christian, a person of faith, Buttafuoco & Associates won't settle for what's good for you and the firm. You're focused on serving the client. We always settle cases which are based on what's best for the client. There are many lawyers out there who will settle a large personal injury case because they need to make payroll. We <laughs> will not do that. We will only settle a case if it's right for the client. And we're very sensitive to the needs of the client. And we understand that this is a one and only opportunity for them to make good on the injuries that they've sustained and to move forward with their lives. And so it's very important that they get the maximum amount that they are entitled to from this personal injury litigation, whether it be malpractice or product liability or just a routine car accident. Call the offices of Butterfuco and Associates at 800-669-4878 and have them evaluate your case. That's 800-669-4878, 800-NOW-HURT, 800-NOW-HURT. Oil investments involve a high degree of risk, and actual results may vary. Oil and natural gas keep going up as the Russia conflict escalates. Get in on the next major oil boom now and help the U.S. with your patriotic investment that can potentially pay you monthly income for up to 20 or more years. That's the sound of a producing oil well and the sound of a smart investment. If you're an SEC-accredited investor and have at least 25000 liquid now, you can take advantage of Encore Energy's projects and a huge tax savings for this year. If you invest in oil and natural gas, you're allowed to write off nearly 100% of your investment in the first year. Goldman Sachs is projecting oil to go up to $100 a barrel, and natural gas is the fuel of the future and trading at record prices. Call 800-287-6691. Encore Energy is a major investor and experienced operator in its core area of operations. Call now and learn how to deduct 100% of your investment and create 20 or more years of potential monthly income. Call 800-287-6691. That's 800-287-6691. 
AM570 The Mission doesn't have to stop when you turn off the radio. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Download the app. Just search AM570 The Mission. Take us wherever you go. AM570 The Mission. WMCA. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right kevin mccullough glad to have you with us and i want to say thank you to all of those that have contributed to our israeli coverage uh, this week Uh, it's been uh, important for us to give you the latest every single day Um, tomorrow i will be away from the microphone and we have some uh, great content for you being planned Um, but I will be back with you on Monday and just know for sure I've I've got a family event that I have to be a part of, but just know for sure that we will be following the very latest on all things related to the breaking news upon my return. I want to briefly touch on something that involves the state of California and their governor, uh, Gavin Newsom. He signed a new law into uh, existence yesterday that the only purpose of it is to send alerts specifically for black young people and black women who go missing. It's called an ebony alert. Now you may be saying to yourself, well, that sounds a lot like an amber alert, which already exists for all persons of any race that go missing, especially children, especially women. But this law for some reason is being recognized as being so important and so vital and so impressive. Uh, The the state senator that put it forward, Stephen Bradford, said this law gives police a new tool to help bring home missing black youth and black women. He says it will raise the public awareness about the disproportionate numbers of black missing persons. Um, Sometimes, friends, we, we hear things and we get so wrapped up in the, the viewpoint that we, that we honestly feel is the right one that we sometimes miss the forest for the trees. There's a problem with this law on two accounts. If you already have an Amber Alert system that's effective, that helps find missing women and children, regardless of race, then everyone in that system gets treated equally because the next person that's missing is the next person that's missing. And you go looking for the next person that's missing. And that's that. If you set up a two tier system where you have a system for everyone, and then you have a system exclusively for those who are black, then you've both empowered a sense of division within the culture itself And you've given the ability for those who would be otherwise inclined to help look for a missing person, but that who may still grapple with racism in their heart, the opportunity to ignore them. To me, the ebony alert is a lose-lose because what it does, it again divides us by color and creates a separate standard for people who are of different skin colors. And that is the opposite of what America should be. We should be colorblind, justice for all, with equal treatment under the law. That's what we should aim for. Not a two or three or seven or 17 tiered system, 
treating people differently based on what they look like. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll talk to you again next time. The preceding hour of programming was pre-recorded. Hi, Kevin McCullough. We've been talking about Plaza College's court reporting program. Well, Plaza, on behalf of the New York State Court Reporters Association, is proud to announce this year's one-day convention, a steno state of mind. A steno state of mind is being held at the historic Eastern District Courthouse on Sunday, October 22nd, from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. in Brooklyn. This full-day event inside this famously historic courthouse will bring members of the court reporting community, working reporters, and students together for six seminars celebrating this high-powered profession. You know what that means. Working court reporters, you will earn six NCRA-approved CEUs and the latest industry insight. For more information and to view the exciting agenda, visit nyscra.org 2023 fall convention. Again, register at nyscra.org 2023 fall convention. Get yourself in a steno state of mind. The WMCA October Ministry of the Month is its prophecy time with Pastor Alan Davis. Now, the wrath of the Lamb is spoken about in Revelation 16 and the great day of His wrath in Revelation chapter 6, verse 17. Now, these things are getting closer. There's going to be no place to hide. Listen Monday through Friday afternoon at 2.30. Regardless of how you look at it, Jesus Christ is coming back. It's prophecy time, the October Ministry of the Month on WMCA. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. The National Religious Broadcasters Station of the Year.